Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Would you be the jerk for skipping Christmas? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for canceling the babysitter after my wife decided not to attend my work holiday party? My 38-year-old male work held our annual holiday party last Friday. It was held at one of those axe-throwing places which I'd never done before, so I figured it would be pretty fun. My wife, 36-year-old female, and I have three kids, 10, 8, and 5, so we don't get out of the house for dates very often. The holiday party was planned almost two months ago and my wife agreed to attend with me. I suggested we make it more of a date by either going out for drinks after the party or catching a late night movie. She thought this was a good idea too. I also arranged for a babysitter to come watch the kids for that night. The day of the party, my wife got home from work and told me that she had a horrible day and was in a bad space mentally so she didn't want to come to the party. I told her I was disappointed but I understand that if she wants to stay home. As I was getting myself ready to head to the party, I called the babysitter and cancelled. I apologized to her and offered to Venmo her an hour's worth of our agreed rate, $30, to compensate for the cancellation and she agreed that was reasonable. As I was getting ready to leave, my wife asked when the babysitter was going to come. I kind of looked at her funny and told her I had just cancelled the babysitter because she was no longer coming with me. She got mad at me and told me that I knew she had a bad day and was in a bad mental state and needed some time to herself. I told her that I'd assumed none of that meant she was incapable of watching our kids and that I didn't think having the babysitter come when my wife was still home made any sense at all. She told me to call her back and see if she could still come watch the kids, and I told her that if she wanted to do that, she can do it, but I'm not going to. She tried to argue with me about it, but I told her that I had to leave for the party. While I was at the party, she sent me multiple texts about how the kids were driving her nuts and that the babysitter didn't answer her calls and she needed me to come home. She kept blowing up my phone and I eventually left the party over an hour early to go home. When I got there, she kept arguing with me about how I was a jerk for canceling the babysitter when I knew she had a rough day. I told her I was not going to pay a babysitter just so that my wife can rest after a bad day. I told her she could have just thrown a movie on for the kids and relaxed. I told her she was the one who ruined our potential night out and that having a bad day at work is not a good enough reason to pay a babysitter $150 to $200. She still thinks I was a jerk for canceling the babysitter without talking to her first, and she's still mad at me for it, but I don't think that was an unreasonable assumption to make, considering that there have been plenty of times when I've had a bad day and I'm still 100% capable of watching the kids by myself when my wife leaves the house. I think the only spot where OP might be lightly the jerk is the section where they said, well I'm not going to pay a babysitter just so that you can rest after a bad day. But beyond that I really don't think OP's the jerk here, I don't think it's a crazy assumption to make. Financially, it makes sense if you're not like super wealthy or have an exorbitant amount of money to splash on a babysitter or frivolously like this. And just in general, thinking, okay, well, your partner's staying home, that means cancel the babysitter. I don't think that's too crazy of an assumption to make. If anything, she probably should have spoke up. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, 
why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for forcing a sale of my late husband and his girlfriend's home? This has caused a lot of mixed reactions and I want unbiased opinion. Neither me nor my late husband and his girlfriend have any children. I, 35-year-old female, got separated from my husband, 37-year-old male, over 10 years ago. Unfortunately, he's left me with a lot of debt to pay and in a position where I was nearly homeless. I've only stopped paying the debt off two years ago, but there's still a lot of work to improve my credit history. Because of all the stress he caused me, we never got divorced or formally separated. A matter of fact is we never spoke after I was kicked out from the flat so his girlfriend Anna can move in. I was planning to file for divorce once I have enough spare income, but some events took place before I was able to do so. Now to where I can be a jerk. Two months ago, my husband passed away in a freak accident. He left no will behind and has a house which is paid off with his girlfriend. He ended up having a big promotion at work. I've spoken to the lawyer and because we never divorced or filed for separation, I am entitled to half of the house as his next of kin. Last week, I've informed Anna through a letter that I want the house to be sold. She can either buy my half or I will have to force a sale. It's up to her. I do not want to live in the house, but the money from the sale could really help out to sort the damage done by the loans I had to pay for the ex, as well as a deposit for my own place so I don't have to live in absolute crap holes due to poor credit or not a very high paying job. It will also help me work on my qualifications so I can get a better job in retirement. However, Anna and my ex's family have called me a massive jerk, saying I have no right to the house, legally I do, and that I'm being cruel and vindictive. I've reminded them that it's not my fault their son hasn't divorced me or had a will and said I don't see how it's unfair as I had to pay for his debts while he lived a comfy life. So Reddit, am I the jerk? Edit, I've seen this coming up as a question a few times and don't want to keep responding with the same comment. My ex has maxed out my credit cards and took loans in my name, as well as cleared our savings account to fund his relationship with Anna and some of his gambling habits at the time. Due to being busy with work, I haven't discovered the loans and cards being maxed out until it was too late, and I had a few notices of non-payment and him kicking me out, and basically making it seem to everyone that I had the problem and he loaned me money, which I paid him back by taking loans and cards as well as if I wanted him back so made him gifts. The total amount of debt is a bit over 50000 which also resulted in me losing my job while he got to keep his well-paid job. Regarding the house, both Anna and my ex are on the deeds and had joint mortgage from what I was told, so legally she is entitled to the other half of the house. You don't owe her anything, she's not pertinent to you and your life, it's an inheritance you got. If they end up thinking you're the jerk because of this or it makes a difficult situation for them, does it really matter to OP? Regardless, from an outside party, a third person perspective, I don't think OP's the jerk. I think just about everybody in that situation, knowing that it's going to help them turn their life around, is going to reach out for that chance, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my boyfriend to order whatever he wants for dinner, then getting upset with his choice? I, 20-year-old female, have been dating this guy, 28-year-old male, for about 7 months. I'm not a picky eater at all, but I am allergic to shellfish. He knows that. When deciding what to eat, I told him he could pick, and he ordered shrimp scampi for two. I was annoyed because I can't eat that, and he got defensive because I told him it was his choice and that's what he chose. I didn't think I had to specify, you can pick something for us, but we both have to be able to eat it. I thought that was implied. Why order food for someone knowing they can't eat it? 
but he thinks whatever means whatever and that it's my fault. Am I the jerk? As long as they knew beforehand that you had this allergy and it wasn't like a honest mistake, which it doesn't seem like they're kind of treating it as one, I don't think Gopi's the jerk here at all and it's pretty clear cut, I would think. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying my sister was being a jerk by not even trying the meal I made? I, 21 year old male, am home for the holidays. I'm in culinary school and have been working as a cook for a couple of years. Today I made lunch for my family. I wanted to make something nice since I only see my family two or three times a year and food is my way of showing love. Me and my girlfriend, 21 year old female, made beef wellington. We started cooking at around 9am and made everything down to the puff. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Pastry from scratch. The oven at home is a little old and isn't great at holding temperatures, so the Wellington had to stay in for longer than I would have liked. The final product came out closer to medium well or well cooked, rather than the medium as I intended. I was very disappointed it didn't turn out right and was feeling a little crappy about it. My sister, 23 year old female, likes her meat rare to medium rare. As I was carving the wellington, she noticed it wasn't as red as she would like, and immediately without saying anything, turned on the air fryer and pulled out some chicken nuggets from the freezer. She then said I shouldn't serve her any as she wouldn't like it and thus shouldn't have to eat it. This made me feel like garbage and made me a little angry. Everyone who ate the Wellington really enjoyed it and despite it being overcooked it was still quite juicy. We had all mostly finished eating when my dad came home. As I was serving him a piece he noticed my sister was eating chicken nuggets and asked what that was about. 
I said it was because she was a jerk and wasn't even willing to try my food since it wasn't cooked to her preference. My sister immediately started crying and asked what she was supposed to do. Eat something I wouldn't like? As if it would have killed her to eat meat cooked 5 degrees higher than she prefers. She went on about how I just wanted to make her feel bad. I told her it made me feel bad that she didn't even try it and she said I was being dramatic. I put a lot of love and care into making a nice meal for my family and whilst yes it was overcooked, I feel she could have eaten it out of courtesy or at least tried it before making something else for herself. Everyone at the table except my girlfriend and dad sided with her saying I was being dramatic and mean. So, am I the jerk for calling her out for not even trying something I spent four hours making? Unless she has a well-done allergy, I think she is the jerk for not at least giving it a try when you went through all the effort of making it for them. Even if they went into it apprehensive and said, listen, I probably am not going to like it because I really don't like my meat cooked to this degree, but I'm willing to give it at least a try for you, that would mean the world to somebody who spent all that effort trying to make it, right? Like, at least give it a shot. At least you get to enjoy having more for yourself then, right? This next story is, am I the jerk for canceling my plans with my cousin's kids over them calling me a hurtful nickname? My, 19-year-old female, mom is mixed indigenous slash black and I look a lot like her, so I'm considerably darker than the rest of my dad's mostly Italian and German family. When I was a little kid, my cousins used to make fun of me a lot because of that and had a specific nickname for me that can be translated as... Little Cole. I guess the nickname by itself isn't that bad, but I associate it with bad memories. I was taking my cousin's kids, 6-year-old male and 8-year-old female, to get ice cream when they started calling me that nickname. I asked them to please not call me that because it made me very sad, but they continued calling me it. I asked them two more times to not do it, but since they kept going, I called my cousin to notify her that something had come up and I couldn't take the kids to ice cream anymore. I explained to them that I was dropping them off and they thought I was kidding until I got them to their house and bid goodbye. Then they started apologizing, but I told them that I was hurt by them not stopping when I asked them to and went away. My cousin called me to say that I was being immature and that now her kids were crying because their aunt was upset at them. She also said that kids this age don't understand consequence, so me cancelling was just a jerk move since they wouldn't understand it was because they were calling me the nickname. Am I the jerk here? I don't have kids, so I honestly didn't know what to do. I just cancelled because I really hate the nickname and felt like I would have a very bad time if they kept calling me it the entire time. I feel like I am entitled to not like them calling me it, but maybe I dealt with the situation wrong? I'm incredibly worried about those kids growing up because of course an 8 year old has the concept of right or wrong. Of course an 8 year old is capable of understanding consequence. Maybe they don't know it from a level that they can explain it to another person fluently, but like they'll understand, oh I made somebody upset when they politely asked not to do something, maybe I should correct that in the future. And that's just glossing over the fact that these kids were told this nickname nonsense enough for them to catch on to it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for having a parental talk with two of my brother's children which they took badly and offended my brother and sister-in-law? My brother has six kids. Four of them are from his first marriage to Jane. Jane passed away when their kids were 7, 6, 4, and 2. Within months of Jane's passing, my brother married Dawn. There was no affair. My brother threw himself into finding another wife and mom for the kids right after Jane's funeral, and Dawn was the second person he met who he considered. The first things went sour after two dates. Dawn was in a difficult place when she met my brother, 
She was out of a marriage after struggling to have kids and was facing the fact that she would never be a mother. My brother, having four young children who lost their mother, was an ideal thing for her, and she said as much to me back in the day. Later, they did have two children together, so the relationship my four older nieces and nephews have with Dawn is very different. The oldest two are not super fond of her and do not look at her as their mother, but the middle two children do. All they know is Dawn is their mom and they adore her, but they do not understand their older siblings prioritizing Jane's memory over Dawn. It has been argued over many times. Dawn is also legally the mom of the middle two now because she adopted them. The oldest two are now older, both in college, while the middle and younger kids are still at home. The middle two kids have been on their older siblings' cases a lot about treating Dawn like their mom because she's here and has been their mom longer than Jane was. The older two told them they don't care about Dawn. The middle two kids told them they'll be left out more over time if they keep it up and to remember how they often excluded themselves from stuff and how left out they must have felt. The older two told them that they never felt left out in a negative way. They never wanted to be included in Mother's Day portraits with Dawn or to be part of her family traditions. Last week, I had the middle kids. They told me they wanted to do something special for Dawn for Christmas and wanted the older two involved, but they said no, and it turned into a fight between them, with the middle kids texting the older ones, constantly saying Dawn deserves better and why are they so upset at the idea of having two moms and loving both Jane and Dawn. I asked them about what their siblings normally say, and they told me their siblings claim not to care, but it's not possible. This is where the parental talk came in and I explained that their older siblings have different experiences to them and to believe them when they say they do not mind if they're left out. I said I understand they love Dawn and feel like defending her, but the older two probably That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store, Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail23. Shopify.com slash retail23. Feel the same about Jane. The kids took it badly and said Dawn deserves better and how the older two upset her all the time when they act like she's not their mom too. When they told my brother and Dawn, both said I stepped over the line from uncle to parent, and it was not my place to have such a parental talk with the kids. Am I the jerk? I really don't think OP's the jerk here. I don't think what they were saying was too parental in general. It was basically a talk of, hey, just consider it from their perspective. I get that they and their parents have a whole ideal with Dawn and how her role should be, But I don't think OP's wrong here, and I don't think they were out of line trying to point it out to these kids, even if they are unable and incapable of seeing that way. This next story is, am I the jerk for storming off after I didn't pay for my fiancé's sister's restaurant bill? Now, just for context, my fiancé's sister is a great person. She's very supportive and kind, and she has shown that. Anyways, last week, my sister-in-law was coming to town for Christmas. My parents and my fiancé's parents are very close, and I've known my sister-in-law and fiancé almost since childhood. When she came, my fiancé basically planned a dinner with me, her, and my sister-in-law in a very expensive restaurant way out of my budget. I ultimately thought, and one of them was going to pay, because my fiancé knows my financial situation. I was happy to see my sister-in-law because she usually never visits town because she's studying computer science and usually stays at her university for most of the year. 
Anyways, we enter the restaurant and we book a table for three. My sister-in-law and fiancé ordered their meals, but my sister-in-law ordered a few of the most expensive meals on the menu. I obviously thought they were going to pay for it, so I didn't think much of it, and I just got myself a $25 steak. We ate the meals and were happy across the whole meal, talking about how my sister-in-law's university is and everything about that topic. When the bill came, it totaled to around $300. Way out of my budget, as I said. My fiancés indicated for me to pay with my card and I nodded my head no and she started squinting her eyes and she clearly looked frustrated. We also barely go to any restaurants and even if we do, we just split 50-50 and then that's what I asked the waiter before my fiancé cut my words and said he will be paying full. And then my sister-in-law said that, OP, pay for it this one time. After she said that, I stormed off the restaurant and drove off to our apartment. She blew my phone up with calls and texts, but I didn't respond to any of them. She came home 35 minutes later and started arguing with me about why I didn't pay and it was embarrassing for them and it was childish about how you ran off. Am I the jerk? I know I was a jerk and it was childish of me storming off, but expecting me to pay over $300 for a restaurant bill was too much for me. Just for any confusions, I left $25 and a $2 tip, and before leaving, I said to the waiters serving us that they will pay, and then I left. Also, tipping here doesn't have a percentage, nor is it encouraged. This was not made in the US. I just made the money converted into US dollars. So, I don't think OP's the jerk here, and the bottom line is, they were invited to this party, they weren't the one hosting or initiated it to begin with. So, they should never have just been defaultly expected to pay for everything here, especially when it's a very expensive bill. I mean, it's one thing, maybe, if the relative is like well off and everybody knows it, but even then it's still crappy to even assume. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my youngest son, 6, to stop calling my daughter, 17, beautiful over and over again? My 17-year-old daughter is undeniably beautiful. She's the prettiest one in the family, respectfully, and she gets compliments 24-7. A lot of guys and friends she has always ends up having a crush on her or asking her out. Although I'm glad she's comfortable within her looks, I feel as if it becomes overbearing sometimes. Her dad calls her beautiful a lot, so does her older sister, her friends, random guys in public, etc., She always says thank you, but sometimes I can tell that she's getting tired of it. Her younger brother, Six, is a very sweet kid. He always calls her pretty and beautiful as well, and it's sweet because he looks up to her. Though yesterday, he kept saying it over and over again, and I could tell my daughter looked a bit annoyed. So I told him that he can say it once and move on. He got a little upset at me and didn't understand, so I told him that she knows she's pretty and that we can give people other compliments as well. Later on that day, my daughter was telling me she wishes people would compliment her more on her skills rather than her looks. I told her I understand, and that there's nothing wrong with how she feels. I'm not sure if there was a better way to handle it. Am I the jerk? Well, first of all, congratulations on having a kid that legitimately has this problem. I can only imagine how much of a blessing and a curse it is all at the same time. I don't think OP was too out of line here. I think it's a good thing to teach to your kid that there's more than just complimenting somebody on their looks. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to attend my sister's wedding because her fiancé stole my business idea? I, 28-year-old female, find myself in a really tough spot and need some honest opinions on what I should do. My sister, 25-year-old female, is getting married soon and the entire family is ecstatic, 
but I am not. Her fiancé, 30-year-old male, stole a business idea from me a few years back, and I'm seriously considering skipping the wedding because of it? Backstory, I'd been working on a unique business concept for a few years and I told my sister about it. I thought we were close. Fast forward a bit and lo and behold, her fiancé launches the same dang business, basically stealing my idea and profiting off it. This scheme is what's funding most of their wedding, FYI. I confronted them about it and they played dumb, acting like it was just a coincidence and they had no idea. I was furious, hurt, and betrayed, but for the sake of family, I decided not to press the issue any further. Now the wedding is approaching and my parents are pressuring me to attend after I mention to them that I want to skip it. They argue that family comes first and I should set aside my grievances for the sake of my sister's big day. On the other hand, I feel like attending would be a slap in the face as I feel it would signal that what they did is forgivable and that I'm okay with being walked all over. So am I the jerk for wanting to skip my sister's wedding over this? Should I put aside my feelings and be there for her? Or is it fair for me to take a stand against what feels like a major betrayal? I'm torn. Edit for info, a few of you really wanted to know what the business idea was? I can't go into detail as it is pretty niche and would be easy to look up and find out a bit too much personal info on my brother-in-law. I can tell you though that it was an app idea. It's identical to the idea I was working on. Also, some people are defending brother-in-law by saying that I wasn't going to go through with it. I'd been taking part-time entrepreneurship classes at a local college and was teaching myself how to build an app at the time. I told my sister about it and showed her what I was working on. He stole the idea before I had the chance to go through with it and sold it to his buds. Now he co-owns it. I think it's also important to note that I dabble in photography, and from conversations with my parents it sounds like my sister wants me to photograph her wedding for her, but I've not heard anything about intended payment for photographing her wedding. So by not going, not only would I be causing a bit of drama, I'd also be leaving them without a photographer, according to my mom. I never agreed to photograph, this was apparently assumed by my sister. I don't think OP's the jerk here. If they don't want to go to a wedding, they're not obligated to go to a wedding regardless of whose wedding it is, unless, you know, it's their own. Our next story is, am I the jerk for skipping Christmas with my family because my mother doesn't want my stepson to take part in a family tradition? My 33-year-old male, parents, 64-year-old female, 68-year-old male, own a country house, and there's this tradition for every child in our family to plant a tree there. I did it myself when I was five, and so did my brother and my sister, and all my nephews and nieces. I have a six-year-old daughter with my ex-girlfriend. My mother called me to ask if I'll have my daughter for Christmas. We usually spend Christmases in the country house, because now she's old enough to plant her tree. I told her that my daughter will spend Christmas with her mother. I'll see her a few days before going to the country house. But I also said that my stepson, seven-year-old male, my wife's 36-year-old female, son from her first marriage, would be there. My mother was silent for a moment and told me she didn't consider having my stepson plant his own tree. I was very offended by that. It made clear that she doesn't see him as part of our family. She then said there's no guarantee he'll remain in our lives, which obviously implies she's considering that my marriage to his mother may not last. I told her if that's how she feels, she should not expect us for Christmas this year. Was I too harsh? I wonder if I could be a jerk because it's not her property after all and she does have the final say. I think if it was a situation where it was just your girlfriend and you weren't like legally the stepfather, maybe. 
but it's very clear you're insisting to your mother this is your kid. For them to not accept that and even just extend an olive branch or an olive tree is pretty cold in my opinion, and I don't think OP's the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for staying with my parents and refusing to come home unless it's in the condition I left it whenever my in-laws visit? My husband cannot control his family, or at least he refuses to. When his parents visit and give us crap for forcing our kids to do chores, he gives in and the house slowly becomes a mess that I've been left to clean up. When his siblings visit, we are expected to clean up after them. I never agreed to this, so now I leave. I lock my office up and go to my parents' house. I meet up with his family at restaurants or other public places. His parents have learned now that when they visit, they have to clean up after the kids or get them or my husband to do it. They tried saying that I was abusive for refusing to do housework while they visited. So I posted a picture of my home before they came and one I took during their last visit. I asked them why the house was so messy and dirty and did they have anything to do with it? They said it wasn't their mess. I replied that the house was clean before they showed up. Once they started getting dogpiled for messing up my house, they threw the kids under the bus. They said my kids were uncontrollable and it was their mess. I pointed out that there was no mess until they came, so obviously my kids were able to clean up after themselves when there weren't people telling them not to. My husband's siblings have cancelled plans to visit because they know I won't be there to clean up after them or cook so they'll have to cook or spend money on takeout in restaurants. Great outcome in my opinion. My husband says that I'm being unfair putting all the work of cleaning up on him. I said he has two children to help him, as well as adult guests who should be able to not make a mess. I also told him he could just pay a cleaning service out of his discretionary funds if he wanted to let his family run rampant and not clean up after them. He said that I was being mean by not contributing and making him spend his money. I asked how much he normally spends on cleaning the house. The answer is nothing since the four of us keep the house clean and tidy when we're on our own. I don't think OP's the jerk here. Not only are they not the ones initiating this visit from this family, but it's all just about being respectful of the space you're staying in that doesn't belong to you. I wouldn't want to put up with it either. This next story is, am I the jerk for pointing out my boyfriend wastes a lot of money when he says sexist things? My boyfriend and I have been dating for two years. Recently, my beloved Honda Accord died after 320,000 miles, and I had to immediately get another car as public transport isn't an option. My boyfriend began showing me BMWs, and we went to see a 2017 BMW 3 Series. It was 26,000, which was wild to me as I can get a new car for that price. I ended up with a Toyota Corolla Cross for 14,000, and he called me boring for it. I don't care at all about cars, so I don't mind a boring car. On the other side, he keeps complaining that women spend too much on clothes. I have the same amount of clothes as him, but he doesn't seem to realize it and thinks I have far more clothes and spend way more than him on clothes. Because each of my pieces cost a lot more, I buy a lot less of them. But they last for 5-10 to years, like I have 6 cashmere sweaters that are over $200 each, but I buy one a year. I bought another one this year on 60% off and he complained that I spend way too much on these sweaters and I challenged him to figure out how much he spends on clothes versus me. We both went through our credit cards. He spent almost double what I did on clothes because he bought 14 pieces and I bought 3 this year. Because my stuff is really nice, they just last forever. 
For example, every three months he needs a new pair of jeans because his rips. I have the same pair for over a decade. Mine cost over 100 and his was 30. He needs winter boots every year and it's usually leaking water by spring. My boots are 5 years old and still fine, but his are 50 and mine are 200. He got mad and said each of my clothes are still way more expensive and I spend way too much per piece. I had spent a long time trying to make the point to him that better stuff is worth the price. And he pointed out that he spends a lot on his car. He has an Audi A4 and it's like $900 a month, while any car would do, so why is he wasting money on cars? But when I buy a sweater that lasts for years, it's a waste of money. Because even he admits in terms of mileage, a Toyota will probably do more miles over its life than his Audi. He snapped back that he's not okay with a boring car and ignored me for two days. I feel like he's okay with spending way too much on a car because it's a guy thing, but since clothes are girly, it's a waste but it ticked him off when he saw I actually spent less on the girly things than him. He doesn't sound like the brightest bulb. I mean, especially when you lay out the numbers for them and you can prove them wrong. The fact that they're just resorting to, well, that's boring. And they're trying to kind of boil their financial decisions down to whether or not it's got the cool factor or if it's got the lame factor is kind of alarming. But I don't think OP's the jerk. That said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.